Welcome into this episode of Show Your Scars with Jordan Angeli, a look inside the journey back from a devastating injury. We may not choose for this to happen to us, but we appreciate who we've become in the process. Now let's dive into this week's episode as we share our strengths and show our scars with pride. Hello, everybody. I hope you all are doing well and enjoying your week so far. And I wanted to share a conversation I had with someone who reached out to me on Instagram. John Patrick is a lacrosse player. He played at Robert Morris in the East Coast. And he reached out to me just as a lacrosse player. I think I'm trying to kind of reach out to that community more because one, lacrosse is on the rise. And I feel like the training and the way people train in newer sports is just interesting to me. I want to know how they get back from these injuries, what are the hard points in the recovery process. So John Patrick reached out to me and we had a good conversation about his two ACL injuries that were back-to-back within weeks of getting cleared from the first one. He retore his ACL just doing some work on his own in back at school. And it was interesting, just our conversation's pretty honest and real, uh, not planned at all, just kind of going with the flow and seeing kind of what pops up and how we can help one another. So John Patrick talks about how he learned so much from the first ACL recovery that this ACL he's taking a little bit differently. We talk about how timelines are have to be flexible and we encourage patients. How his now training at Elite Performance Academy in Ottawa, he's training there three days a week and kind of what that looks like and how he feels like it's helping him. How he aspires to play in the major leagues for lacrosse and my promise to him that if he makes makes a team, if he gets drafted this fall, that I will come watch him play when he comes to Colorado. So I hope you guys enjoy this conversation I had with John Patrick. How you doing? How you good, doing? how are you? I'm good. Sorry, I didn't, I was, um, I got working on something and I was like, oh, I better check back and see if he, he let me know where he was at because, um, yeah, I'm in Denver, so I never know where anybody is because usually they're to the west of me or to the east of me. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> so, um. So I guess I just wanted to kind of start off, and I want you to tell me a little bit more about you and kind of how you found us, and then we can kind of go from there. Um, so I'm currently going through my second um, recovery from my uh, from ACL surgery, and uh, basically found you guys through. You know, I was just always looking for like outlets to find information and know mm-hmm. see other people's stories and kind of where what other people have done or gone through and stuff like that in order to you know kind of apply it to my own situation right so just through like looking on twitter and then googling stuff i got kind of came across you guys and thought it was a really cool idea thank you i appreciate it so you're a lacrosse player i believe yep right? yeah yep um <clears throat> how how old are you i am 23 I uh, I just graduated from uh, Robert Morris University this uh, December. Okay. Robert Morris, I know that because my my brother is a hockey player, so I know they they have a pretty good hockey team, don't they? 
Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so did you did you tear it playing in college, or is this now are you playing pro, or what kind of your um, class right now? Well, I, I can give you the story. It's uh, so okay. Right now, it's actually kind of like pursuing the uh, the NLL draft, which is this coming uh, September. So I'll be in okay. the draft and uh, get drafted to a pro team then. But basically, I'd started uh, – so I went to Robert Morris University, um, started as a freshman, uh, won, the te- won team MVP, led the team in goals, and then um, going into my sophomore year, uh, two weeks before the season, I tore it for the first time. Mm. And then um, – that's the doing really timing, well. Right? Did you take I a redshirt? Yeah, so I redshirted, okay. and mm-hmm. then um, came in next August. Um, I was I was killing rehab and I was progressing really fast. Got cleared at six months. Uh, and you felt on, good at, the, at that moment, like felt, felt good enough. Felt to fine. Be... Yeah, cool. Yeah, like I thought I thought I was back. And then uh, two weeks later, I retore it. So I was fine for two weeks. Practice played. Played in a couple of uh, played in a, actually played in a summer tournament. Mm-hmm. Nothing happened, and I I retore it just on the field by myself, um, getting an extra work. Was the and, first one uh, contact or was it non-contact? Both both were non-contact. Okay. And another sorry, I want to I want to stick on this point really quick. Just with um, you know coming back in, so obviously working hard during PT, but. What was your transition back into playing like? Like, did you get cleared and then you were playing? What What did lacrosse games last? Uh, sixty minutes? Are they sixty minutes? Yeah, yeah. Um, were you playing full games then right away? Uh, yeah. So like, I went. Uh, I got cleared and I immediately went to a, a summer tournament in uh, in Ocean oh. City, <clears throat> and I played played the whole tournament. I think they were probably shorter games. They were probably twenty minute halves because there's okay. just like a a summer tournament with a bunch of college and, and pro guys for fun. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, which of I was, course, I was, I was, you as an athlete, you want to get in there and play. Um, yeah, and that's such a fun time to play because all those guys are super good. You know, that's the, the that's the best time to play and those kind of things. So, um, yeah, I, I'm really just I ask all these questions because I'm just cu- so curious about the return to play aspect of yeah how we treat ACLs and. I think about, you know, as an athlete, we we think clear means, like, go. You know, a doctor says you're cleared, and we're like, okay, we can do everything we used to do, but I still yeah. think that there's so much more work to be done. So I so I, that's why I just ask about kind of how you were feeling. And well, did you have swelling during that tournament? Did you feel like after games you were just, like, fine, like you felt good and there was nothing to worry about? Um, honestly, I mean, that's the, I've kind of developed the same approach that, that you're talking about, but you know, right. the first time obviously going through it, you're, you know, I'm young, naive athlete, just like, you know, I got totally. cleared. I'm like, I, exactly. I'm like, all right, let's get, let's get going again. And I mean, I, I felt, I obviously felt a, like a little sore, but like nothing, nothing crazy, right? Nothing that mm-hmm. would, uh, nothing, nothing really alarming. I just, you know, kept, kept going. And then. Like I said, I ended up tearing it, not even playing in a game. I was just doing drills that <clears throat> when I got back to school by myself um, after, after that tournament. And That's I actually so played on it. I, I played on it torn and uh, w- without a meniscus and uh, ACL for four months. Cause my, so what had happened is after that tournament, I was like, yeah. uh, I, want, I wanted to see my surgeon because I felt like something was wrong. 
Um, okay. I could still, like, I was still running. Like, after, after I tore it, I freaked out. I ran up our stadium steps into our training room to see my trainer, and she couldn't yeah. tell. So then I went to see my surgeon, and my surgeon told me that it looked just like an MCL sprain and to take six oh, weeks, and I'd be back. So I took okay. the six weeks, and then before I was supposed to return to practice, I got some of my teammates out, just wanted to test things out. So I did a couple one-on-ones, felt mm. another shift. Oh, that so then I, stomach. I, oh, gosh. I, so, <laughs> so, I, so then I called my surgeon again, yeah, went in and was like, like no. all right, I need an MRI this time. And then he saw it, and he was like, yeah, you tore your ACL and your miscus. So then I made oh. the decision to play on it. Okay. So I played without played without my ACL and with the torn meniscus for four months. Made for it to your the first season. game. That, yeah, made it to the oh, first no. game of the season. Okay. Yeah. 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 So I, I had so it was in August. So so from right. August all the way you to. Right. I remember. it was only you. You had only recovered six months. So really, like. Yeah. You were only yeah. Okay. Now I know the timeline. I got I got it all mixed up yeah. in my head. But okay. Got oh, it. Oh, it's all good. So then I so that from that August on I played. Um, Played on a torn all the way into February. We played at Penn State February sixth. Mm-hmm. Played played the first three quarters. Something something happened in the fourth quarter. It wasn't like a big big like pop or anything. Like I'd been yeah. feeling just a little tweak. Nothing nothing uh, big, but I so I took the it, the game was kind of irrelevant at that point. So I, I took yeah. the fourth quarter off, and then I came took Monday off. Came back Tuesday. I was fine. Came back Wednesday, um, felt a little shit, like got clipped from behind, felt the shift in my knee. Then came back Thursday and, you know, felt a little sore. And then something, something like I had a, something really bad happen. I don't know what it was, if it was my mm-hmm. meniscus or whatever it was. Where and then, uh, yeah, I just couldn't, couldn't, couldn't walk. Like I struggled to walk after that. So then mm-hmm. I got surgery. That would have been a year from this Saturday. So February 25th of last okay. year was when I got my next surgery. And then uh I had two more eligi- two more years of eligibility, but right. I decided to forego those in order to try and uh, t- try and take my shot at pro figured, you know, if right. But uh, now is the time to do it rather than, you know, go back to school and maybe risk right. another injury. So right. That's kind of where but I'm at now is in the process of of trying to get ready to come back again. Nice. Okay, so you're a year you're a year out of surgery, you said, correct? Yeah, yeah. And how how is it going? How are you feeling? And were they able to save some of your meniscus, or did they have to remove it? Uh, they they took most of it out. There's a, there's okay. not much of it left. There's a, okay. there's a little piece, but they they pretty much took the majority of it out. Yeah. Um, it's going well. A lot a lot slower than last time for sure. Right. Yeah. It. Uh, I mean. Where I was at six months, I probably felt that way at about 10, 10 11 mm-hmm. months. Mm-hmm. Right now I'm at 12. So definitely been harder. I also used my quad tendon this time. Okay, um, how is that? I, what did you have the first time? So the first time I had patella. Patella, And okay. then this time they said I could choose between hamstring, quad. And yeah. they told me that, that uh, the surgeon who I had, he works with the Pirates and um, the Steelers a little bit, and he said he, okay. he's done three revisions with the um, the quad tendon, and all of them have been successful so far. Told right. me it'd be the strong, the strongest one that, um, other than the patella, it'd be the strongest one, but it'd be the 
the longest to recover just because of your, you know, getting your quad back yeah. and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So, so I, that, that's just, what I chose to do. So it's the same, it's the same leg. They don't have to, because yeah. some doctors do it from the other leg. Okay, so same leg. Um, where do they take that from? Like, is it right above your kneecap? Yeah, it it's literally right, like, just above the knee. It almost looks like it's, it's on the knee, but it's just, just above it. Okay. So it's like the opposite. Like, if you took your where they take your patella, it's kind of, if you flip that up on your knee, it goes up towards your, your quad that way. That's yeah. the chance that they so take I, out. Okay. Yeah. I, I literally have from my patella scar to my um, <laughs> quad scar, there's probably about an inch and a half gap. Okay. Okay. Um. Cool. Yeah, I know that's kind of a newer, it's probably not that new, but, um, like, when I had my ACLs just um, in college and then my last one was six years ago, I, that wasn't even an option. Like, nobody was even talking about that. So, yeah. um, it's cool that you get to use another, because, I, I mean, I had my patella, I had two cadavers, and then I had a patella, and my patella, my knee feels like my knee like before it never felt like my knee I always felt nervous about it and I never felt that way with my um patella this this last time I had it so um it's nice that you can use your own tissue and you can use that strong um you know patella tendon still or quad tendon and they still use a piece of the bone right on one of the sides yeah 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 you said it's virtually the same as the patella just with your quad yeah that's so great um and I think it's good. You have a little bit of a time, right, to recover. You said the um, draft is when? The draft is actually in September, but I'm uh, September. Try, trying to get ready uh, to play um, in May, so the end of May. Okay. So there's a team that I'm supposed to play for at the end of May, um, okay. you know, if I'm, if I'm ready to go by then. So I've got I've got about three, three, three months almost to – to get okay. ready for that, so we'll see where Great. I'm at by, by what's then. Your, yeah, what's your training routine like currently? Um, so I work out at a, it's a place called Elite Performance Academy. It's mostly like a, a pro football guys. Okay. So I do um, – Are you still in uh, – you said you're in, back in Ottawa. Is that where you're from? Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm okay. back in Ottawa now, yeah. Okay. So it's a lot of uh, – I mean a lot of a lot of strength and, and speed training and all that kind of stuff. We do footwork um yeah. three day three days of the week on top of our lifting. And then uh every Wednesday with footwork we do mobility and uh okay. we have like different phases. So it's really de- depending Great. on like the month that we'll we'll be doing different stuff. Um Great. so now it's a lot of like loading and, and building muscle, whereas last month it was a lot of uh circuit training. So we train hard one day, do mobility, recover the next, train hard one okay. day, mobility, recover the next, whereas now it's mm-hmm. more so um, heavy upper body, then heavy lower body, then heavy up back and forth, and then uh, footwork uh, through those days as well. And you're training lacrosse too on top of that? I yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the, fo- you- the footwork and conditioning is all, I mean, I, uh, there's like drills where I'm using my my stick and and right. all that kind Good. of stuff. So it's Perfect. like sport specific. Incorporated. Yeah, that's great. Um, how are you feeling? How does everything seem, seem I mean, to be I, falling back into place? Or are you still – I always call it like the baby giraffe phase. Like I always felt like I'm in this stage where I like know what I'm supposed to do, but I feel like a baby giraffe. That's like learning how to do everything again. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> – I'm kind of like trans, trying to transition out of that stage. I was, I was, okay. 
I'm still kind of towards the end there, still trying to feel, you know, when you're you're trying to get all the movements back and exactly right. like you said, you you know where you're supposed to put your leg, but it's just not quite getting there. And it, <laughs> right. it's coming, like everything's it's starting to come back now. So now it's just really, you know, continuing to get more comfortable and continue, continuing to build my quad and, and all that kind of stuff. So it's coming, yeah. but def, definitely a lot longer than the last time. Right. And I think that, Although that's really hard, I was I was talking to someone yesterday. Actually, this girl who is she's an American Ninja Warrior, which is so sick and cool. But I was that talking cool. to her about her her recovery, and you know, someone I think as athletes we think like we're so strong, we can push through things. Like we're gonna kill this recovery or something. She was mentioning that how, that's how she felt before, and she's about four and a half months out and isn't running yet. And um, she's she's kind of okay with that because she understands that her body needs to be stronger in order for her to run at you know properly and not to put more yeah. stress on her knee and I think that's kind of the same thing with you like I would just say stay patient I know you're trying to um, get back for the end of May and that kind of puts a timeline on things and I just want you to be flexible in that and and not push yourself to like push yourself but don't um, overstretch your your bounds, right? Because I yeah. think that the goal for you and all all people coming back from ACL is like I want their goal to be like I want to be the at fullest health when I I am like you know that's my goal is not to come back in in six seven eight months and I, my goal is to be the best I can be and the healthiest I can be so. Um, I think this work that you're doing, obviously, with Elite Performance Academy is is so crucial and um, maybe for you even more crucial, as long as they're incorporating, you know, like, um, I'm sure they will more as you get there, or I don't know if you're there yet, but um, some reactionary um, drills because the reaction, yeah. right, for ACL is, is we got to pr- – train our muscles correctly so we can react in the proper way and, and reduce the stress on our joints. So um, as, as long as you're doing that and, you know, slowly building back into what you're doing, I think, I mean, it sounds like you're taking the right steps and you're taking your time and um, the, I, I'm, I'm happy about that, to be honest. Like I, I want you to take your time and cause I, I was in the same boat. I had um, a, a similar boat, I would say, I, my, my first ACL kind of, I wouldn't say rushed back, but it came back quicker than I, I probably should have. But at the same time, my ACL didn't really take. It was starting to fray because it was, I think my body, it wasn't put in properly and my body, I think, was rejecting it a little bit. And then my yeah. second one, I took longer, but I don't think I was as strong as I, I could have been or should have been. And I ended up re-tearing my meniscus. So, um, that's why I just like emphasize, you know, uh, strengthening and saying, say, like really, if, if you can get strong and work on the, the movements, the agility movements that are going to like know those, pro- how to properly perform those, you're going to, yeah. you're going to be fine. Lacrosse is like, you know, it like the back of your hand, right? You've probably been playing yeah. since you were seven years old, like, um, so that will come, and I think those skills, like even with those skills, maybe something you can work on right now, and I don't know if you do this at all, but like study film and visualize yourself in certain 
one-on-one um, -on -one situations where you beat a defender and everything is performed perfectly, like perfectly to the point that you feel yourself pushing off your – which knee is it that you tore your ACL? Left. Your left. left. Yeah, mine's left yeah. too. You, you feel yourself pushing off your, your left leg and it's perfect. You know, perfect in the fact that, like, you don't even hesitate to think that what foot it is. You know, these visualizations are so vivid in your mind that, um, you know, once you get back to the field, you're performing those, you know, with ease because you've seen it a million times. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's one thing that I, I do try and do is I try I try, I try and you know exactly what you're talking about. The mm -hmm. one thing is that sometimes I always get those like the negative visualizations too. Right. Those are the hard hard things that you got to block out. Right. And maybe it's like the way you set it up, right? Maybe um, take more time. I I noticed when I would visualize, like if I took more time getting myself into the situation, um, even going through like. You could even go through, because a lot of the stuff that you probably do to warm up now for training, um, you know, activation stuff, you're, you're going to use throughout the rest of your career, right? you got to activate the yeah. muscles before you play in order to put yourself in a good spot. So maybe even start with, like, activation exercises and, and feeling your, like, really visualizing those muscles being turned on and working properly. So then you get in the mindset of, like, now I'm really at a training. Now I'm really at a game. Actually, I want to. I mean, training. You know, you can visualize, but more game situations is is better to visualize. So, you know, you're you're prepping your body just as you would in those moments. So then, when you run onto the field, you see yourself running onto the field after you activate, and then you're catching a pass, throwing it, and cutting through the middle, trying to score a goal. So, you know, everything. Maybe that setup will help you. I don't. I, I'm not yeah. sure. Maybe it's worth a try. And kind of let me know how it goes because for sure this is, this is much of an experiment for me as it is it's for you but um it seems to have worked for me so yeah well visualization yeah. visualization is huge i mean i use that a lot in preparing for stuff so i mean obviously right. you know trying to apply it to this would, would be beneficial as well right um on, on another note what is i i actually feel like in men's lacrosse like i see more ACLs than I do in other men's sports. Is that is that kind of a stretch to say that or? Yeah, I mean it's it's happening it's happening a lot. Like recently, it's happening a lot more than it, it has in the past. I don't know why. I mean, um, like so I, I I don't know if you know the difference between like uh, field and box lacrosse, like indoor and outdoor. Oh yeah, I do know the difference. Yeah. Yeah. So like. Uh, so the NLL, like which is the indoor pro league, there's mm -hmm. like we have a probably, team here in Denver. Yeah, actually, my one of my best friends from school plays for them. Oh, really? Cool. Yeah, yeah. He's actually he's actually from Ottawa too. So we grew up playing against each other, and then uh, went to the same school and uh, lived together and all that. And now he's uh, that... a rookie there. So. Oh, cool. Isn't it funny how you become best friends with your like worst enemy growing up? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like I hate you. Oh, now we're best friends because we just yeah. didn't like each other because we were on different teams. Um, did yeah, he like exactly. you here? Yeah, he he says he loves it. He he yeah. absolutely loves it. So I mean, they, it's a great great fan base and everything there too. So yeah, um, yeah, he he loves it. But cool. but yeah, I mean this this year alone, there's I want to say five of probably the top thirty guys in the league all out with ACLs. Wow. You know, so one of the one of the, the best players and like 
he'll, he'll be Hall of Famer for sure. Like he's he's had his second back to back years. Cody Jameson. Well, actually, okay. it was his. Uh, he tore his Achilles, came back, <gasps> tore his ACL, tried to play without oh. it, and then it just he he couldn't do. Like he he came back for um, I want to say five minutes in his first game, got two points, and then he was done. Oh gosh. But, so but question yeah. about about indoor. So um, this what what kind of turf surface do you guys play on? Is it like old school turf where it's just hard and um, uh, I mean it, do you wear do you wear like uh, turf shoes on it or what do you wear? Um, I I mean some guys will wear turf shoes. I prefer basketball shoes. It's kind of okay. I mean it's it's like the same kind of surface and traction as that old astroturf, but it's a lot okay. a lot better like on your knees. Like there's more give to it. Right. So it's it's like a lot bouncier. It's not like there's concrete laying underneath. There's there's more like cushion there. So it's not as bad as people think it is. Okay. Okay. Good. Because it seems like it hurts really bad. <laughs> I mean, it, it it it'll definitely tear your uh, your legs up and fall on. Right. So. Um. One thing, just as you you know, next year you go. While I'm thinking out of it, when you go into um, preseason, you know, you get drafted and everything goes great, and you get on a team and this and that. Just just understand that, like, you're being a pro. Like, you have to take care of your body, and that's your you know that's your tool. That's the way that you make your money. So. Um, make sure you keep open communication with your, you know, I don't know how it is for men, like, to be honest, I don't know how much you talk to your coaches or, um, that much, but I always, like, my last year when I, my last couple of years when I was playing, I was older and I had, you know, a number of knee surgeries, so I was very open at the beginning, like, I want to train and I want to be the best, like, teammate and, and player I can be. But I also have to take care of my body. And if there's a day that I feel like my knee needs to rest, like, I have to do that for me. And yeah. I just I just hope that you trust me and enough that um, you know that I would never just stop, not train to not train. But um, I have to take care of my body in order to, you know, play in games and perform and help us win games. Something along those lines. But I just think the communication is so important. And um, just letting them know that you're aware of your, um, you know, everything, how it looks to your teammates, how it feels to you, how your knee feels, like all those things that you're aware of it, but you, you're doing it to help the team in general. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I completely get that. It's definitely something that's impo- important. I know that, you know, I do come back to not – to make sure I'm not going, you know, back-to-back-to-back-to-back days and kind of yeah. know if we got to – got a yeah. game and a practice the next day, kind of take one of those days off. Right. Or incorporate a little bit of, um, you know, non, non-impact training. Like I, I hope you're still doing that now too, you know, make sure you're getting bike workouts in instead of going on runs or something where you're just taking a little bit of stress off of your knee when you can. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I love biking. Biking really helps uh, make okay, my knee cool. feel better. So that's one thing I'm, yeah. I'm always, you know, keeping on. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Um, well, I want to, I mean, I don't know what else you have. If you have anything else, please tell me. But I also want to send you some some gear, and you can, uh, maybe we can get some pictures or something or share a little bit of 
your story, especially as you, you know, work to get fully back healthy. But um, it'd be cool to get – We I don't have very many lacrosse people, and I just know that that sport is, you know, there's so much agility in it that, you know, it's there, there are ACLs that happen, and I want to make sure those people feel like, you know, they're part of the club, that everybody here is supporting you and um, rooting for you to get back to full health. So if you could help yeah, me with that, a, that'd be sweet. That anything, honestly, if you if you you need me, you know, do do any of that stuff, I'd I'd love to do it. Like I said, you know, I want I want to be able to uh, to help people, you know, the way that a, a lot of other people help me by you know reaching out or or mm-hmm. just you know sharing your story so people can see it that you know they're not the, not the only ones you know going through that type of stuff or. Right. You know, just just reaching. You know, I've reached out to to plenty of people who have had you know the same situation and, and ask how you know their knee feels when they're doing this or doing that and, and all that kind of stuff. So right. honestly, being able to to reach out to people and see other people's stories is is huge. So any way that I can help, you know, do that, I I'd love to. Right. That's awesome. Thank you so much. I just as you were saying that, I was just kind of getting an idea of. I've been trying to implement more of like a mentorship program within the club just you know it's simply being that you know having a person to contact that maybe has similarities in your story like if a lacrosse player contacts you a soccer player would contact me um but having a list of people that would be willing to just uh email with someone at first and then if if they need more help than that just you know any kind of contact i think could be really cool and powerful so i might try to start to put something like that together and uh, reach back out to you when I have a little bit more and see if you if you would be interested in just being, you know, on the site as a resource. Yeah, for sure, 100%. Cool. I mean, it's always, it's always cool hearing other people's stories and, you know, honestly being able to to kind of help people through, you know, what you've gone through is, is almost like therapeutic in a way to help you because you know, you know, how shitty of a, you know, journey that was. So if you can make that easier for someone else and, you know, kind of turn your experience into, you know, a blessing or, or a positive thing, you know, that's always, that's always something that's good. That's so true. I, the two things that um, I always talk about with the ACL club are show your scars and share your strengths, because I feel like um, when you share your story, you are in turn like sharing your strengths, right? You're like what you just said, you're not only helping those people but you're realizing inside like wow I I got through all that like I am actually strong like I'm stronger than I thought I was I'm stronger than I think I am today you know I can do I can do hard things I can get through this um so I think that's cool and we never want anyone to ever go through what we had we've been through so um I think that's the big part of us just sharing what we've been through is like okay you know rest or do or do this or be patient or you know, helping those people who are in that spot where we know, you know, like we're athletes, like yeah. we talked about, like we want to get back, we want to do this and that, but um, listening to your body first and foremost and, and trusting your gut on a few things is um, really important to spread that kind of info. So I appreciate that you reached out and you're kind of on the same page with me and I'm really excited to um, kind of see where this goes and to hear how everything goes with you. Like I'm, I'm excited. Thanks, come, I appreciate I'll have, it. I'll have to come to some some lacrosse games next year. <laughs> yeah, hopefully, hopefully, yeah, uh, everything right? hopefully is planned. Yeah. Yep. Yep. 
Hope you guys enjoyed that conversation I had with John Patrick. I think he said some good things in there just about listening to his body and um, going forward and pursuing his dreams. So if you guys want to reach out to us, feel free, info at theaclclub.com. Hit us up on Instagram and the DMs too. We're always checking those and we'll try our best to uh, talk to each and every one of you. Until next time, go out there, show your scars with pride.